back, ladies and gentlemen, to Behind the Restaurant. Thank you for joining me for another week, another time, another installment in the trip down the restaurant business and the food mind. Well, I don't know. What did I think this week would be? What did I think we should delve into? How about we speak just to speak? After years and years of being in the restaurant world, why not have a conversation of what that actually means? Or what it means for everybody else? Or what it means for anyone at all? Because is it honestly just about food? Because that's the way it gets sold to us. If you look at the television and you look at everything else... If you pay attention only to the Food Network or even bloggers or anything like that, the Food Network has a ton of restaurant entrepreneurs who have opened up their own locations and places, who have been running things for years, and they tell us that it's mostly about the food. If you deliver good food, then it almost anything else will be made up for. Now, if you deliver bad food, then on the other side of that is the coin in which you won't last very long so you know is it all about food in all honesty is the whole concept and the whole theory of the restaurant restaurant world just about the food that gets delivered and has nothing to do with how how it's getting delivered by whom it's being delivered by what method it's being done to get delivered or even by the people that you're ordering from who aren't even the ones directly touching food. Because if you're ordering if you're ordering a place like Chipotle, yeah, the person you speak to is also the person who's putting together your order and putting your food together. If you're ordering at a place that's not Chipotle, but, you know, same style, then you're not going to order directly from the person who's making the food. The food is going to be made in a different avenue, and then that person will be the one who puts it together and then you'll be the one who gets it but it's not directly from like a chef or a cook or anything like that it's not a sit-down restaurant there are plenty of those kind of places too so in the long run is it a balance or is it the food itself does it matter the person that's delivering the food or does it just matter the food that's being delivered because that's probably one of the more interesting things to, th- to think about when you go into, you know, these establishments that have great food, but eh, you're turned off by the person who's, you know, the presentation of who's delivering the food. That's been an argument, personally, for what has to be the better part of a decade for me. Yeah, it matters to a point on who's in front of you getting you the food but does it matter enough that that even if the food is great or beyond great that the people the customers won't enjoy their food because of the person delivering it and i'm not talking even about an objectionable stance that a company takes or anything like that that doesn't that isn't what I'm referring to with the face of the food that's being... I'm talking strictly about the front-facing portion of the company that is in front of you when you're ordering food. How much does that person matter for your enjoyment of the food? And to an extent, 
that's been a long running thing with restaurants and with hiring of employees and with who they decide is best for their um, customer base and who they put where. Because the argument was, if the person you're ordering from looks good, looks healthy, or looks enjoyable as a person that you would speak to, then your enjoyment of the food would actually be enhanced in some way. Because you've already preset yourself to think, if this person's working here and they look like they look, then the food must be good. And that sense sets up a weird sense of, because even if the food ends up being not that great, you still hold it in the good enough category simply because of the way the employee that's in front of you presents it. So, does it matter? The argument's been for a long time that it matters a lot. That it matters more than almost anything else. That it matters to an extent that it's okay for employers to choose people who look a certain way only because that's who represents their business. That argument's been there for so long because if they don't have the person that looks this way, then... Oh, screw it. Uh, I'm not going to get the customers I want or need for this to grow. Now, my question for that is, then when you go to the next level of that, like, yes, to an extent, the employee that you have in front that's giving off the presentation of the business matters, but it also matters how well they're trained to give off the presentation of the business. I'm not saying it matters whether they're skinny or whether they're fit or whether whether or not they look like they would eat the food that's being sold. That I don't think matters as much. That is such a minuscule portion of what matters in that presentation that it can be overcome a lot quicker than someone who's not trained well enough to deliver the message that the company is trying to deliver with regards to the food that they're presenting to their customer. That is probably something that holds a lot more weight than just the thought of what the person who's giving the message looks like. Because you can have a great looking person giving the message and the message sounds like crap because they don't know how to deliver it. While you can have a person who looks eh, so-so delivering a great message and it be more received or better received than a person who, than the other person. So I think the way the message is delivered is better to give you on, give you a sense of whether or not customer wishes to stay, a customer is going to order again, a customer will come back. I don't think that the presentation of the person who's delivering the message, as long as they're not so far, like if they're completely dirty and look like crap, and they weren't the chef who came over and went, I'll take your order for a second because they're busy, then it's not really whether that person's fat, skinny, tall, white, black, any of that. None of that's going to matter. If they can deliver the message well enough, then all of that goes out the window because the percentage of that mattering is so low and only hits such a very small section that if you're only advertising to that very small section, you weren't going to succeed in the first place. You weren't. You can't be so niche 
that you advertise to such a small section that if it's not delivered by this particular type of person in this particular type of way, then that niche of a group will not come in. You have to be able to broaden how you deliver your message and how you deliver to different customers and how you deliver in the overall sense of your restaurant so that you're not stuck being just this little niche restaurant. Like, that's interesting for a moment, but that doesn't last forever. Now, let's expand on this. Because this might be an only New York thing since I'm born and raised in New York. I don't know how much it happens in other places, but I imagine that it does. Because most things aren't only New York based. Now, this one's a little bit more... It's different. Does it matter who's making the food if the food's not being made by who the region the food is from? So, let's say you have a, I don't know, Mexican restaurant and the people who are making the food are Asian. Does that distort what your perception of the food that's being made will be? Or does that not matter anymore? Now, let's say, because this, this is something that happens in most restaurants in New York the most, there is a higher group of immigrants and minorities who work certain restaurants, work almost every restaurant. So the cooks in the back of the house, or the cooks that are preparing the food, and my thought is more, not fine dining, but the quick service restaurants and the the places where you get food, you know, within 10 minutes because you only have 30 minute break or something like that, those kind of places. In New York, a lot of those cooks are Mexican or South American or, you know, Dominican or Puerto Rican or any of those Hispanic races where the food that they're creating isn't their natural born food so let's say you work in an italian restaurant and all your cooks in the front who's preparing the salad who's preparing the pizza who's preparing the pastas all those are all hispanic they're all hispanic does that matter for your perception on how the food could be delivered well especially when it comes to quick service or does it just matter that they're delivering the consistency of the menu that was created by someone else I always found that interesting. How much does that affect a customer's mind and a customer's perception of the food they're going to eat when the person making their food isn't exactly who should be making their food? Or have we reached a point where it does not matter exactly if you're from the place originally, as long as you get the essence of what the food is supposed to be and still deliver it in that way. And that's a switch because that is more of a thought when it comes to fine dining because there's so many so many um, executive chefs and sous chefs who are not of the descendancy of what they're cooking, but they've been trained and they've grown up and they've practiced so much in this style that they can deliver it almost as well 
as someone who has the descendancy of that. So, if it doesn't matter there, and it doesn't hold weight there, does it really hold weight when you're thinking about a quick service restaurant, or you're thinking about a fast food, or you're thinking about anything along those lines where you get food faster than you normally would because the design of the place is to get you in and out in 10 minutes because you know you only have a 30-minute break to eat lunch, and it isn't a fine dining where you're going to sit there for... 45 minutes, an hour and a half, or something like that. Like, if it's not mattering as much in fine dining, does it matter at all in quick service? Does it really significantly hold any weight in a customer's mind on who is exactly making their food? Or is the only thing that mattered is the person... Who made the menu at its core. Because the person delivering the food. Or making the food in front of you. Isn't throwing their own little unique things into it. To make it more of one thing or the other. No. They're following a preset and designed menu. That comes across in a certain way. Because it was put together by somebody else. And that somebody else might be someone. Who has more of a descendancy in the field. That they're cooking in. So, where does it begin to affect the customer on what percentages of things happening in front of them actually matter to whether or not they will eat something or will not? Like, that's the question at the core of it. Does the food, as I stated at the beginning, matter more than everything else? So, what percentage... Do you have to think about how good your food is versus how your message is being delivered versus who's actually cooking the food? Like, these are a lot of factors to take in when you're thinking about the creation of a restaurant and what could be considered the quick service industry. Because your message being delivered matters. Matters a lot. If it's delivered the wrong way, then something's going to be missed in that delivery. Who's cooking the food matters. But it doesn't really matter as much, right? Because they're not the ones throwing any flair or any nuance into what they're cooking. They're following a set pattern to be put out. So then, how good the food is, is that percentage more than 50? Does that hold as much weight? Does the idea of how much more... How much better a food item tastes matter at the 50% level or the 60% level or even the 70% level where the effect of the other things won't deter you or switch you off or make you think that this is not the place to go to? It's always been an interesting thought in all the years that I've had of working in food and beverage and where does the mind of a customer go to first? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you're getting food from like a snack type, if you're at a bowling alley and they have food and you're ordering food from there, the food doesn't matter. 
You're just eating something to fill you up for that moment. But the actual taste of the food, you know it's not going to be great. You know it's not going to be the best thing in the world. So that the core of that doesn't actually matter to the idea of what you want from food. But is that thrown off because of the location of where you're eating the food from? Now, if you go to a quick service restaurant, someplace that delivers food in, in a speedy way and you want that is the taste of the food as important as anything else. And what percentage does that now hold to what you want and expect from them? And then if the message is delivered wrong, does that throw you off enough that you will that you won't eat currently or you won't come back? Cuz that's important too. If the message is wrong, Will it stop you from eating at that moment or will it stop you from having the potential to coming back? And then if you get the food and it didn't stop you at the moment and you taste the food and the food's good, will that message being off prevent you from coming back if you thought the food was good? Not really. Like if you thought the food was good, the food being good matters more almost than anything else. It's one of the craziest things in the world. Is it just about food? No, it's not just about the food that's being given. It has many factors to why something works and why something doesn't. But the core of it is still about food. If you don't deliver a great product, then guess what? You're shit out of luck. You won't last for that long. Your message could be great. Everything else could be great. But if you don't deliver a product that people people want to come back to and find to actually be good, then your message won't matter. Now, if your message is a little off, but your food is awesome, and everything about what you're making is awesome, then people will come back. They'll question a little what your message and why it's that way, but they'll come back for the food being good. But eventually you'll lose them because the message will throw them off and they'll find something else that is just as good. It's a very thin line balanced way. You have to think about that. Like go back, what would it be now? 2011? Go back 11 years. Go back to when Chipotle was just starting to ram up its business where it was still considered small enough where it was... Still, you know, it was still small enough where you thought, okay, it was cool going to a Chipotle. Skip to now, you know, Chipotle is still good and decent food, but it's being given a different thought process in the minds of most people because it's in the same category now as what a McDonald's would be or a Burger King or a Taco Bell or a KFC, where it's fast, quick Mexican food, not to the core of what it used to be. Now... My question to that is, what if we were to study them and find out they didn't change how they got the product at its apex? They were still getting great product. They were still delivering some of the best stuff. They were still doing all of this. It's just their point in the message of food had shifted from being 
quick service to fast food now. Because that's how they categorize. They're fast food now. So if that's been the change, if the product's still being delivered the same, and the product is still good quality, but now their message, not their message from the core of who they are, because they're delivering their message great in the way they want to, but their message on how people are viewing them has now shifted, and they're different. You can see how the view of the message that's outside has begun to shift the view on how the food is presented. Because now, because they're in a category with these other places who have had a plethora of questions against them on whether or not they're real or not, just because they're considered in that category now, they get shifted into those questions. They get put into that little world because now you hold them in the same light that you hold the fast food companies and because you hold them in that light even though nothing has changed nothing has altered because they've now shifted to that side the mentality of who they are by the customer has altered and that's changed and that idea that they were once this little one that you find every here or there has shifted to now we see them everywhere in so many places just like we do all these fast food companies now they're a fast food company that's the way you think of them that's the way you see them that's the way they pop into your head so now the same questions you have for a mcdonald's for a taco bell for a kfc for a burger king for any of those you now have those same questions And are applying them to a place that maybe hasn't shifted anything in the same way that the other companies did and got caught in. So, it's funny. This is what we say. This is why why I ask the question. Does the food matter? It does until it doesn't. The food could still be as consistent as it was as day one. But if the question and the category has changed enough, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't hold as much weight as it did in the beginning. It doesn't feel the same as it did in the beginning. And that's as important as anything else. Feel to a customer is as important almost as everything and anything else. The feel of how that restaurant comes across to them. Because customers are very contained in the idea of does this place feel good to me? Does this place feel Like it's somewhere I want to eat at consistently or regularly or every now and again. It's just so interesting on the different levels of things that have to be viewed just to get to the point where, oh, I can become successful in this industry. So at its core... And I keep, because this is the question of this podcast I'm doing today. Is it just about the food? Yes, when you're starting. But if the thing, the other things that are there do not start slowly making their way in the same way as the food, then no, it's not. Thank you for being here for this podcast. And I hope 
we've begun to answer some questions that I have and maybe other people who worked in the restaurant industry have. And that's going to be the thing going forward. This is kind of what I wanted to shift to. I want to just have conversations about what being in the restaurant industry is, the questions that even we have ourselves as restaurant industry employees, the questions that as managers sometimes we present. And a lot of these things talked about today are managerial level questions because you have to think of customers in that level to understand why they may not be coming in or why they why you all of a sudden have a rush of more so i hope you enjoyed it i thank you for listening as always and i will see you next time peace